In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, greetings from All Saints Episcopal Church in Fort Worth, Texas. It is Sunday, April 26th, in the year of our Lord 2020, the third Sunday of Easter. To fully participate, you'll want to open the service leaflet found at the link below. The Holy Eucharist Rite 2 begins with an organ prelude by Clive Driscoll Smith. We continue on page one of the service leaflet. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, as we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. be with you. Let us pray. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of bread, open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him in all his redeeming work, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. Let all the house of Israel therefore know assuredly that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
For the promise is to you and to your children and to all that are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other words and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they sold their possessions and goods and distributed them to all, as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they partook of food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the gradual psalm, a portion of Psalm 116, found on page 2 of the service leaflet. Let us recite this psalm together. How shall I repay the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem, hallelujah. A reading from the first letter of Peter. And if you invoke as Father him who judges each one impartially according to his deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile. You know that you are ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your fathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was destined before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest at the end of the times for your sake. Through him you have confidence in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere love of brethren, love one another earnestly from the heart. You have been born anew not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. That very day, the first day of the week, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation which you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since this happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. And they came back, saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish men, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He appeared to be going further, but they constrained him, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at table with them, he took the bread, and blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished out of their sight. They said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven gathered together, and those who were with them, who said, The Lord has risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. And then they told what had happened on the road, and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to start this short homily with a confession. It took me three days to write this. I don't know about you, but I've constantly struggled to know what to say about anything during this time of social distancing. And especially now, as you'll hear this, as a disembodied voice engaging with a biblical text which is so incredibly bodily. 
And then something else hit me, which humbled me further. Like most people in quarantine, I found myself over-analysing. I wonder if we sometimes have a tendency to over-analyse our faith, even at the best of times. Certainly, faith needs to be complemented with reason and understanding. But is it still possible to hold on to a perhaps humbler faith, particularly in a culture of aggressive rationality and scepticism, even among people of faith, and especially at a time like this? Luke's Gospel today addresses this very question. On the day of the resurrection, two disciples are walking to Emmaus, a village beyond Jerusalem. As they walk, a stranger appears and starts talking to them. During the conversation, it seems he hasn't heard of the events of three days before, so the disciples tell him. But when they come to the resurrection, the disciples express a degree of doubt. They haven't seen the risen Jesus yet, and they don't know when or if they will. Of course, at this point, somewhat abruptly, the figure pitches in and begins unpacking the scriptures for them. And later that evening, during supper, he takes a piece of bread and breaks it. And then the disciples know who he is. There are many things one could say or indeed ask about this passage. Why didn't the disciples recognise Jesus sooner? As the passage says, their eyes were kept from recognising him. What was keeping them? What barriers to faith do we have in our own lives? We could talk about the importance of action over words, how the friends spend so much time talking about their faith that they fail to realise God is actually standing there right beside them. They don't even hear him fully when he speaks, and it's not until they're sitting down at a table, breaking bread, doing the things Jesus told them to, that they finally recognise him. This equally reminds us of how we worship at the Eucharist, as well as the importance of simply gathering, face to face, being attentive and loving one another. But what's really equally important about all these points, and especially at a time like this, is that none of them make any sense, not even the questions, unless we believe first. Of course, this may sound strange or illogical, but Christianity is anything but ordinary. After all, we believe that a man died and came back to life three days later because he was God. And that, dear friends, is the heart of this moment at Emmaus and the heart of the Gospel. The Christian philosopher John Hare, in a debate with an atheist philosopher, was once asked what could make him renounce all his great academic moral theories. And his response was simple. As a Christian and a moral philosopher, I would have to reject it all if there was no bodily resurrection. In an age when, in desperate attempts to make faith accessible or smart, we often reduce Christianity to good habits and practical wisdom, or when we're forced to rethink many of our practices because of a pandemic, we ignore this humble truth and what happened at Emmaus at our peril. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Say those words often. Our salvation depends on them. Amen. We continue with the Nicene Creed together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people are form three, found on page four. Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church, that we all may be one. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, that our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, that they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. On the parish prayer list today, in the Universal Church, we pray for the Episcopal Church in Jerusalem and the Middle East. In our own diocese, we pray for Saints Peter and Paul in Arlington, St. Philip in Arlington, and St. Vincent's in Bedford. And for our mission partners in Kenya, Father Ogacho, Clarissa Buto, the girls and staff of Amazing Grace Children's Home, Primary and Secondary Schools, and the Cummings Guest House in Awasi. And for our mission partners in Belize, Holy Cross School in San Pedro. And for our own school, All Saints Episcopal School, we pray for the teachers. For those in special need, particularly Tessa, Suzanne, Pam, Amy, Catherine, Becky, Ed, Justin, Candice, Ellen, Jerry, Carol, Kelly, Megan, Jennifer, Brad, Kenneth, Anna, Michael, Elizabeth, Justin, Mary, Carol, Roger, and Karen. And for those in the armed forces, medical emergency and relief workers, and for all in harm's way, especially Alexander, Alexa, Alan, Andrew, Bettina, Bob, Brent, Chris, Christopher, Cody, Colin, Colton, Daniel, Diego, Douglas, Drew, Edward, Grant, Hannah, Houston, Hunter, Ian, Jason, Jeremiah, Jess, Jessica, John, Junior, Katie, Colin, Lindsay, Manton, Martin, Megan, Neil, Nicholas, Patrick, Paul, Peggy, Peter, Race, Robert, Ryan, Seth, Thomas, Will, and Wyatt. For those celebrating birthdays today, especially AZ and Vandy. For the departed on the anniversary of their death, Herschel Stein Sr., William Guttnery Sr., Robert Goodrich, Tracy Eubank, Lula West, 
Jay Ellis, Clara Bell, Maudie Flowers, William Womack Sr., Elizabeth Manchester, Don Davis, Lester Thompson, Francis Bellamy, and Annie Thaxton. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Good morning. We are planning on distributing Holy Communion today at the West Circle Drive of the Church, weather permitting. That will be from 10 to 10.30 this morning. This is a drive-through communion, so please don't get out of your cars. We are hoping to air Evensong this evening about 6 p.m. It clearly will not be our usual Evensong, as we don't have a choir, but we will chant the psalms, sing the canticles, and hear a lovely anthem from our cantor, Mike Farnell. That's tonight, about 6 p.m., right here on this podcast site. We continue to worship every day on this podcast with morning prayer and evening prayer, Monday through Saturday. Morning prayer is about 8 a.m. every day, and evening prayer is about 5 p.m. daily, right here on this podcast site, so please join us as you are able. Some of the outreach ministry that All Saints does has continued, although we've had to retool how we do it. For instance, we continue to feed at-risk children in the Como neighborhood, as well as at International Newcomers Academy in Fort Worth. From time to time, we need you, those listening right now, to be called in to help unpack, sort, repack, or maybe even deliver foods for our feeding ministries. Response to our solicitations for helpers via our emails has not been nearly as robust as I had expected. So, please, put your name on the list of volunteers who are able to help when called. Do this by emailing our deacon in charge of outreach, the Reverend Maddie Hill, and here's her email address, mthill at asecfw.org. That's mth, like mother, mthill at asecfw.org. Thank you so much. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
The Eucharistic Prayer, D, begins on page 6 of the leaflet below. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right to glorify you, Father, and to give you thanks, for you alone are God, living and true, dwelling in light inaccessible from before time and forever. Fountain of life and source of all goodness, you made all things and filled them with your blessing. You created them to rejoice in the splendor of your radiance. Countless throngs of angels stand before you to serve you night and day, and beholding the glory of your presence, they offer you unceasing praise. Joining with them and giving voice to every creature under heaven, we acclaim you and glorify your name as we say, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We acclaim you, Holy Lord, glorious in power. Your mighty works reveal your wisdom and love. You formed us in your own image, giving the whole world into our care, so that in obedience to you, our Creator, we might rule and serve all your creatures. When our disobedience took us far from you, you did not abandon us to the power of death. In your mercy you came to our help, so that in seeking you we might find you. Again and again you called us into covenant with you, and through the prophets you taught us to hope for salvation." Father, you loved the world so much that in the fullness of time you sent your only Son to be our Savior. Incarnate by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, he lived as one of us yet without sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, to the sorrowful joy. To fulfill your purpose he gave himself up to death, and rising from the grave destroyed death and made the whole creation new and that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose for us. He sent the Holy Spirit, his own first gift for those who believe, to complete his work in the world and to bring to fulfillment the sanctification of all. When the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, his heavenly Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. At supper with them he took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Father, we now celebrate this memorial of our redemption, recalling Christ's death and his descent among the dead, proclaiming his resurrection and ascension to your right hand, awaiting his coming in glory, and offering to you from the gifts you have given us, this bread and this cup, we praise you and we bless you. We praise you, we bless you, we give thanks to you, and we pray to you, Lord our God. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people, the bread of life and the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. 
Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. Remember, Lord, your one holy Catholic and apostolic church, redeemed by the blood of your Christ. Reveal its unity, guard its faith, and preserve it in peace. Remember all who have died in the peace of Christ, especially Father Johnson Shannon, and those whose faith is known to you alone. Bring them into the place of eternal joy and light. And grant that we may find our inheritance with the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, with patriarchs, prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and all the saints who have found favor with you in ages past. We praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty God and Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, forever and ever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Weather permitting, Holy Communion will be distributed today at the West Circle Drive of the Church, 5001 Crestline Road, from 10 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. If you are coming for Holy Communion, please pause this podcast now and then resume it after receiving the Blessed Sacrament. Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace, and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.